Hey, everyone. Welcome to Four Old College Friends, a podcast documenting what it's like to be women in our 40s in the 2020s. I'm Adrian, and I'm joined by my old college friends, Lauren, Dina, and Jessica. We've had four different life paths, different careers and jobs, nine kids between the four of us, and we're getting together to talk. Because adulting is hard, we might as well have some fun. Good morning, guys. Hi, everyone. Yo. Hi, good morning. Morning. <laughs> Hi, guys. Good to see you guys again. Yes. Good to- uh, on this lovely, rainy flood day. You're probably not feeling that in uh, Georgia. No. No, it's sunny here. Mm-hmm. Not just just. It's obnoxious. I don't think we've seen the sun. Well, one day. Week. There was a one day. I there mean, was- it was... <laughs> torrential flood this morning getting the kids to school. Uh, Dina, do you want to call it a day? It was like a few hours. What? Well, oh, it, was, it was only a few hours. It no, was we had a whole day. It was yeah, it's been afternoon. raining. It's been raining nonstop for two weeks. Wow. Two weeks? A week? I, I, I don't know. Maybe week. it was last I'll weekend. Be. It's Yeah. Yes. Last weekend it started. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Stuart took the girls apple picking in the rain. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, he said. He said our family's hardy. We're English. He took them apple picking in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. My girls would not stand for that. They'd say, "No bueno." Taylor's like, "Should I go to school today?" Remember when they canceled school for the rain? I'm like, "No, bye bye." I don't do rain. I don't like rain. I hate when rain touches my body. I don't mind rain. Lauren, what did you say? You hate when rain touches your what? My body. My body, like in general. Like your I body? sweat. Okay, here. I can sweat, right? And feel that and like wipe it off. But the rain when I'm like outside and it's like just raining on me, I get like such a sensory awful reaction. Oh. I well, if it's like nice enough out and I'm like running and it rains, it doesn't bother me. But I just, I hate it. I like sun. It puts me in a mood. I don't care about the feeling. Unless I guess I'm wet and damp and If freezing. I'm running, I can wipe it off. It's different. It's like, I don't, yeah, it's still like slimy feeling. I much prefer snow. Okay. I could agree to that. But yeah. I don't know how I'd feel. Like the, the sweat versus rain uh, comp, I'll, I'll take rain over over sweat pouring on me. But Lauren, you, Lauren has my preference. Taught, Lauren has taught me to sweat. I do a hot yoga fusion class now. Oh. That comes and it's it's luxurious, Laura, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a mindset. I'm not into sweating. Yeah. I never was either. The, but she, she are, is anyone doing cold showers? You guys doing cold therapy in addition to this sweatness? Cold plunge. You mean I am not. My son yeah. likes to do a cold tub followed by a hot tub. Um, it's supposed to be good for muscle recovery. Yep. Have you done it, H? I don't know. All the, all the health nuts have been doing these cold plunges and cold therapy and read about it. And I just, I, uh, I can't get into it. I might have to, I mean, I have a hard time being cold. I am fine knowing if I'm cold to get hot. I was a swimmer growing up. Um, so years and years of like getting into a cold pool has really scarred me. 
but I'm kind of thinking of the cold plunge. Taylor did it, my younger daughter. She loved it. She did three minutes. Ooh. <laughs> Tough one. I yeah, know. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Lauren, need- as a physical therapist about it? I mean, I think it's good for muscle recovery. Again, it's another fad, but I think that I think there's research to support muscle recovery. I mean, Ashton does it. it he says it like helps his tight muscles, like after he's played a lot of soccer or done a lot of, you know, running. And um, he plays, we've talked about this. He plays, my son Ashton, who's 12, plays travel ice hockey and travel soccer. So his body's constantly being like, put to the test. And so he thinks that it helps if that, but my thought as a physical therapist. Um, There's also the aspect of the cold, like that you get that immediate endorphin rush when yeah. you have that coldness and not stay in the cold. So it's your point age, like the cold shower um, and then getting out and warming up. So mental health too, little mental health, little rush. It's supposed to be good for your like your face or your hair. Like it's something about it's yeah, you know, something about the cold. Mm-hmm. I have a hard enough time getting into a pool and dunking my head because I I don't like being cold. Like you know when you get into a pool and you're like you get into your belly and then you have to nope, like go to your shoulder right now. Oh, I hate being cold. I don't know which I hate worse, the rain or the cold. But we like the snow. I like the snow. I don't like the cold, but I like the snow. I love the snow. snow. So how's everyone's week been? There's no such thing as snow days anymore. No. But there has to be now because if people don't have power, hopefully there'll be snow days will be back. Wait, go back. What do you mean there's no such thing as snow days? Well, with the whole COVID and being able to go online for school, now they just Uh, make it a virtual day. But I don't know if the school is really going to be set up this year for that in the same way. Do you know what I mean? Like they were set up last year because they were still on a virtual platform. But I wonder how that's going to work, you know, if they're set up for it. Maybe they are. I guess it's true, especially if they don't have their Chromebooks at home. or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also power outages and stuff like that when, when that comes with storms. So- I mean, are your kids too little to do virtual school? Yeah, we never had virtual school with uh, with we just had snow days. <laughs> I mean, the two years I I've remember had snow days. it was like the first year after COVID when they finally were back in school. Something happened. There was some crazy flood that affected our school's power, and it was one of those years that we started before Labor Day, and they had virtual school like the Friday before Labor Day. Oh, that's awful. I don't know. Hopefully not anymore. Anyway, weather, weather, weather. I was almost a weather girl, but here I am, speech therapist. You were almost a weather girl? Mm Mm-hmm. In college, my three majors were going to be criminology, like criminal justice, and then uh, meteorology or speech pathology. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You really knew what you wanted to do. I clearly didn't know what I wanted to do. 18 but years you, later. We are 18. Three. 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 Not bad. And you have a great career Thank and a you. thriving business as a physical therapist. It's true. Took me a minute. <laughs> but I got here. Yeah. Anyway, age. Anyway. Um, 
<laughs> that was idea. You brought that up, but that was actually a topic I wanted to talk about at some time. At some point, was like reflecting back on what we had studied in college versus what we ended up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Thoughts on that now or another time? Yeah, we can just go for it. Want to go for right. it? Let's go for I it. I mean, it's an easy transition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, you know what, honestly, four years with you guys, and you were like my total life, and I have no idea what anyone was going to school for. (laughs) I'm still not sure what Adrian does. I know, and what she went to school for. So Adrian, (laughs) what did you go to school for, and what do you do? (laughs) And who are you? (laughs) I was your roommate, I had no idea. Right, so we all live together, our best friends, and we went to a big school, so like everyone went off to their own classes. And it is funny, like, what did we major in? You right, didn't have classes like you together. Into the snow with your backpack, and like you're like, bye, see you later, and then you came home and you pretended that you didn't go okay. to like study and just went on with your night routine. Okay, so, so we all I went to Penn in- State, right? We all went to the same Penn State. Yes, yes, yes. university. Yes, and we were um, Jess, different Lauren, Lauren, and I same year. But Adrian, we definitely didn't know what she did because she was a year younger. So, did she go? We don't know. I was a year behind you, but as we've established, we're all sorority sisters <laughs> and lived lived together um, and spent all of our social time together. Okay, so I majored in environmental engineering. What is even that? Sounds and. But that's not what we do. I've talked about this before, but I was so clueless. So, Dina, we talk about you a lot because we're always like, oh, Dina knew what she wanted to do when she was in college. Right. Like, had a plan and, like, had such, like, a had your career path all set. And mm-hmm. behind your back, we've all said, like, we really respect you for that. Oh. Well, and or we're jealous as we were trying to, like, figure out what to do. It was like, well, luckily, Dina just, like, has her path set. Um, so I chose environmental engineering. Um but not because it's what I wanted to do. It was like kind of like pushed in that path by my mom, not really knowing what engineering was. It was like, oh, you're good in science and math and engineering is um, a practical major. You'll always get a job, which was important to me. And 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 the idea of like, oh, being told like if you have an engineering degree, you can do anything with it. It was like get just, just think, get it and then figure it out. Do you think your mom pushed you even more because you were a female? Like in, in – into that – into that um, role or into yes. that major, you yes. know? Okay. Because at that time, not a lot of females did engineering, correct? That's right. And okay. yeah. And even still today, right? There's all these did women in STEM apply? initiatives. Did you have, I'm sorry. Did you have to apply for that major? No. I you mean, know, we didn't apply. We I selected there? it. Yeah. You did. Back you selected then. it after you got in or you selected it? Good question. We were all, I don't think I went, I I don't think even I, I knew what I was going to do, but you didn't establish your major until almost second uh, sophomore sophomore year because you, it wasn't like that where you had to apply to a school and get into school. Now it's different, right? Yeah. Uh, Somewhat. It depends. Some schools you have to apply to the school or it's really hard to get in, like business school, communication school. But back then, no, I don't think so. Well, in the dark ages. All right, so age, so environmental engineering, and then yeah, and then and 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 the reason I chose, I was like, oh, engineering is good. Like I like that, and I was 
you know, I kind of like nature and, and the environment. So I thought that'd be a good choice. And it literally, it was like junior year, I found out that environment engineering is just like, it's all industry stuff. So it's like cleaning up waste. You're cleaning up, it was <laughs> air pollution, water pollution, it's, it's land pollution. Year. Yeah. You junior like year, I did an internship to finally figure this out. So I don't know, you can blame me for being a complete idiot for not figuring this out sooner. Jess is dying over there. Well, there wasn't really Google then, so it wasn't your fault. You couldn't just Google it, so probably not your fault. I don't – I agree. But I remember going to like a, a – uh, we did an internship and then I did like a um, field trip to like a wastewater treatment plant and I'm like just looking at raw sewage and I'm like, what What did I do? <laughs> what did you do? stop? Like – So I pivoted. But I was able to pivot, and I don't know. I don't know if you guys know the story, but um, um, I got a book like from about how to get a job in management consulting and investment banking. You bought a book from? No, no, no. Someone handed me a book. It was <laughs> who is who? who? Um, uh, you remember a uh, David Briggs? Yeah, yeah, I knew it was somebody. And I Colleen. Yeah, and oh, Colleen yeah. Wall. We'll go names. Oh, can I say names? Um, yeah. yeah, so David and Colleen were passing this book around and they both read it and I they passed it to me and I read it and then I learned about finance and consulting and I was like, this is interesting to me. So junior year, I ended up taking then some business classes. I didn't change my major. I still graduated. But then ended up getting a job as a technical consultant, learned how to – with PricewaterhouseCoopers because they're doing the on-campus recruiting and um, and – we graduated – I graduated in 2000 when, you know, the first dot-com um, boom was happening, tons of jobs. I learned – they taught me how to program. And then from then on, I just did software programming. So you didn't do any of that in college? I took one computer science class, right, which but, was okay. like, you know, which everyone had to do. And that was it. And I learned it all. Like, first job out of college, I just was like, that's the job I want. Like, so I pivoted um, – knowing I wanted to get into tech, and now I've been in tech since then. So in my <laughs> head, you were a comp sci major, but now I find out 20-something years later, or not. No, uh, I wish I was. I wish I knew to do that, but I didn't. Okay. Good it's okay. Yay. Jessica, what did you major in? Because we have I know restaurant management. Yes, we know that. Oh, restaurant management. Yes. We did know that, but it took me a minute. That that now is registering. Right. You worked at all the restaurants. You worked at Disney. I did. I did. It was and my dad like he was just like it's like a business degree, but the classes are more fun. And he was totally right. You know, like we did mostly business classes, but then we had all sorts of like fun random classes like, you know, nutrition and cooking and like I took a cruise management class and like went on a cruise ship. Like it was just it was just random and fun and I liked it. Yeah. And you like to cook. You loved to cook. I do like to cook. I yeah. love to cook. And you know, I think it was like, you know, I did a few jobs like after college and I probably Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know. I just but I I think that manage? a lot of the skills were transferable and uh, the hours are, were always kind of crazy. So that kind of like worked for like my lifestyle. I wasn't looking, looking for like a traditional life. So, you know, I pivoted into making television. But did you do did. a restaurant down in Costa Rica? Did I make that up in my head? Uh, Panama. 
Panama. was a cook. You were, yeah. oh, you were a cook in Panama? Yeah, I ran a restaurant. That's fascinating. I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. After my sailboat years and without a resume, um, I didn't, uh, I went sailing for four years. I think we need to talk about this. We need to talk about that on another, that needs to That's be- That's a whole episode. episode. That's an entire episode. Of all the crazy things that Beeman did that I bring to a dinner party and talk about because my life isn't so exciting. My friend Beeman sailed around the world on a cruise ship, ran into pirates, blah, blah, blah. Another next episode. Yep. My friend Beeman introduced us to the Survivor winners, you know. (gasps) Thanks for that, Jess. Yeah. We just went there. Yeah, I'll introduce you to lots of random stuff. Random. Um, But yeah, and then... um, but that was like a good chapter. It was like an in-between, you know, I went down to like Panama and did that for a little while because I didn't know what to do with myself. And then, and then moved to LA because I didn't know what to do with myself. And yeah, kind of, I'm very good at pivoting. It's a good skill. Pivot, yeah. pivot, 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 good skill. Yeah. But you've been um, in television for? Like 17 years now. Wow. Yeah. So Jess, do you find that your um, did did what you study in college help you? Is it helping you with what you're doing in TV? Does restaurant management help with TV? Uh, I no, no, I wouldn't say. Yeah, and I wouldn't say you like need a degree. Like you could. You wouldn't need a degree to work in entertainment, I wouldn't think, unless you had like, you know, like Stuart like went to school for three dimensional prop making and he like he landed on Survivor. Like that kind of kind of engineering and art, like the way those combine, like that was what he wanted to do and it ended up you know, but for me, no, you just kinda have to like have like some chutzpah and like, yeah. Oh, hot spot. I like it. <laughs> Is that on your resume? Maybe a little bit of a hustler. Scrappy. Yeah. Scrappy. Yeah. But, that's, but you, do you do any of the technical piece, like actually hands-on machines, or you're the person who says key? Oh, so you do. You, yeah. You learn that skill of editing and all of those on the job. Yeah, like I'm not an editor. I'm very slow, but I do have to like string things out and like, uh, like, you know, because it's harder to explain it than it is to just like do it. Like, this is what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And you, yeah. you don't, you don't film at all, do you? No. Okay. Uh, I have done, you know, like they have like you have like producer shooter like roles where like one of my first jobs. I was like the overnight segment producer and I had to have a camera just because I was the only person on the boat. So like if anything happened, um, I was like on a pirate ship, actually on a little pirate ship. Um, so that came back around and then, yeah. So like I would have to like hold the camera, you know, so like I would shoot. So I did learn how to like cover a scene and like, you know, but uh, no, you know, that was never really my calling. I like to like watch what's going on, tell a story. Yeah. So who should talk next, Lauren, me or you? Who can follow Beeman with our uninteresting careers? I think my career is very interesting. I mean, yeah. 
All right, go ahead then, Laura. <laughs> okay, so I, what I went to college for, do you guys know? No. Um, I, I remember. Okay. Oh. Or no. actually, I, yeah, I don't really know what your major was, but I know you wanted to be a dentist. Yeah. Well, so I thought. I mean, I went to school not knowing – I didn't – I don't think that I knew anything. I don't know. I'm so jealous of everybody that had – an idea of what they wanted to do, even if that's not what they ended up doing. Like, I had no idea. Like, I knew I wanted to do something medical, whatever. But right. my you did. major, yeah. like, my major was called general science. That's how much I didn't know what I wanted oh, to wow. do. General science. Who graduates with a general science degree? So boring. What so do you do with that degree? What did I do? So, like, what, like, what is a general science degree? I guess like? you could go to medical school. You could go okay. to dental school, which is what I ended up doing. So, my stepfather. Or you go to grad school. You right, could go to grad schooling, school. kind of. Yeah. So my stepfather is a dentist. He was a um, cosmetic general dentist in Philadelphia forever. Um, he actually just gradu- uh, graduated. He actually just retired in COVID. Um, and so he had this whole practice that was like. I would go and I would help him, you know, during summers or breaks or whatever. And I'd go and sit in the chair. I, you know, it was all very fascinating. I was, I had practice to like kind of just take over and go into. It seems like a good idea, except I went to, I got accepted to Penn Dental School and I went and it seemed like a good idea until I was like actually like doing, you know, the teeny bit of work and the drilling and all this stuff that you like really need eye-hand coordination. It's like the classes that you need to be good at, the like physics and geometry. I was not perceptual ability. Like this was like horrible. And then like to be in people's mouths. I remember this. I remember being like, I can't. What am I doing? Right. Right. So I wanted to quit. My parents were like, just finish out the year finish out the year. So, you know, I did all the courses, the anatomy, and I finished out the year. And then I said, I still want to quit. So then from there, I had to figure something out, right? So I, you know, was still living in Philadelphia and I was like, oh, I should go be a pharmaceutical sales rep. Oh my God, I forgot about Um, that. I remember that. I could teach these doctors about these drugs and that would be like that sounds like a really good idea right except you're not really teaching these doctors about the drugs they already know what they know about the products and they just want lunches and they just want you to I was I'm not a salesperson Mm -hmm. right like I'm not like one of those that's I I, that sounds that job yeah so Lauren so that job is a it's like a sales entertainment Yes. Relationship job. It's not the education about the the, the science of the drugs. No. So the industry Lauren, you sound like a nerd. You sound like a nerd. Kind of was a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, here's a budget. You're 20 – how old are you? You're 24 years old. Here's a budget. Yes. Go out and have some fun. And you were like, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. But at the time, they were cracking down. Like you couldn't do the golf outings anymore. Like – as if I was going to do that or like the dinners, like you needed to bring in somebody to educate the doctors to take them out to dinner to these like thousand dollar dinners. You needed somebody to come and talk about the product. It, it Everything kind of just shifted. Um, 
But I was living in Philly at the time. And then I took a job in New York because all of you guys were in New York. So I took a job in New York. And then that was when I was literally getting shit all over by these doctors. You know, I'd go. I feel like I would go to these doctor's offices. My day would be done by 10 o'clock. I had done and I'd be sitting in my house and I'm not good with not having anything to do structured. So anyway, what ended up changing my career path was I finally, I guess, during 9-11, I was in a doctor's office at nine during 9-11. And I went and I remember getting a call from my mom and she's like, ah, play just hit, blah, blah, blah. And then the service cut out and the people in the doctor's office all left and they were watching some TV in the back. And then I was driving my car down second Avenue with all these ambulances and fire trucks. I parked my car at union square. I had a parking garage there and I was running up park Avenue and I was like, this cannot be my life. So anyway, I went to a career counselor at that point. (laughs) It's like, I'm not going to, I don't know what I want to do. And so, like, one of the things that came up on on the list of things I should do was, like, physical therapist. I was like, hmm, this seems like a really good fit for me, right? I don't have to be, like, good at, like, art or, like, hand-eye coordination. Like, this is, like, big body movements. And Dina's mom was a physical therapist, and she worked with kids. Mm-hmm. And so I shadowed her and it was amazing. And from then on, I knew what I wanted to do. And so <laughs> now I am a physical therapist. I've gone, I always knew I wanted to work with kids and, and specifically babies and development, but I've gone through a bunch of different paths to now get to this point where I'm working with, I'm a physical therapist for essentially babies. Like yeah, early you early work with early real little ones. That's beautiful. Dina, I didn't know your mom was uh, part of Lauren's story. Yeah. Oh, my God. I used to go shadow her and me and (laughs) – oh, we would – oh, my gosh. Dina, like, we would – I would – I shadowed her and I would go around with her to her kids. And her – she worked with mainly children with with Down syndrome, right, Dina? Um, No, she worked with – really with children who had special needs, um, children with Down syndrome, but all, you know, any, all different types of syndromes and things like that. She had different ages. Yeah. And she didn't, she did work a little bit with the typical, you know, developing population, but you know, she had many different paths, you know, yeah. she worked a lot. But she would go into schools. schools. Yeah. 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 But she worked with the baby. Yeah. With the baby. She too. had a big, me and, me and Deb would be, we should be, She's like, Dina, she would text me or email me at like two in the morning. I'm like, what is this woman doing up at two in the morning? She'd be like, this all night long. Yeah, all night. No, it was email because there wasn't text then, really. Oh, you're right. Emails. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, but what I do now is I own my own business and I do early intervention. So most of my cases are pretty much like early development. Sometimes I have to, I flag like neuro neuro and stuff that's not typical but most of my um i would say the majority of my cases are torticollis and you know head preference you know the, think about the kids with the helmets um mm-hmm. because of back to sleep we see a ton of that and so just early like getting them symmetrical and going through rolling crawling walking um some things take a 
sometimes I work with kids a little bit longer than walking because they're lower muscle tone and they're not coordinated and they just need higher level balance skills. But anyway, that's my boring spiel, but that's what I do now. That's not a boring spiel. It's a good spiel. So I'll start there. So I almost became a physical therapist. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I almost became a physical therapist. You didn't go to school for that. Oh, I applied early decision to Ithaca. Oh, for their five-year master program. Does anyone know that? Not know this story? No, uh, because it used to be a master, master program. program. Yeah, you wouldn't and, have had your, you wouldn't have had your doctorate because correct. So it was, it was a five-year master, master program. program. Yeah, right. Was, and so I applied there, and I had applied to some other schools, not one being Penn State. And I went with um, my um, my high school friends to uh, Philadelphia for the weekend to visit my friend, camp team tour friend, Lauren, you know, other Lauren. And we decided to go up to Penn State for the weekend. So we went up to Penn State. I fell in love with it. I came home. I told my mother, who was a physical therapist, what I was going to be, that I wanted to withdraw my early decision application because I hadn't been accepted yet from Ithaca and apply to Penn State. And I, within three weeks... The day before Thanksgiving, got into Penn State, and that's where I ended up going because of that. Um, it was a wild, wild weekend at Penn State, I'll tell you that. Um, but, you so, know, they didn't have a physical – because I guess kinesiology, but, like you could have done. Kinesiology. So yeah. at that point, correct, I was not sure I really wanted to be a physical therapist. I didn't love all of the trauma aspect, and I did a lot of um, volunteer work and observations in um, – rehab centers, pediatric practices. And I was always looking at what the speech therapist was doing. I was like, I want to do that. So at that point, I did then start to do some observations in speech practices. And so I went when I went to school in that summer, we went summer session at Penn State, I kind of was like, physical therapy was done. I was like, I think I want to be a speech therapist. Or maybe a meteorologist and a weather girl. That's like, you know, the glorified profession. Or I did have some interest in law. So I did take some initial courses. But by definitely by by second semester freshman year or whatever, I then applied to communication disorders. And I said, this is my path. I'm going to be a speech therapist. And I knew that I had to really maintain and get good grades. Because even now, it was really hard to get into graduate school. Um, and so, um, yeah, that's when I kind of went right on that path by sophomore year. So I would say that's pre- pretty early on. But by the time I did get to school, physical therapy was pretty much out for me and speech was in. So I then went to graduate school. Uh, I went at Hunter College and then practiced in the city and then had a practice. I have a practice now in New Jersey and I work in pediatrics. Um, the city then, meaning like, New York City, not Philadelphia. The city meaning New York City. Exactly. Yes. I worked and I've worked, you know, I worked in the Board of Ed in New York City and lots of different schools, but that's, that's my story. So my major is very relevant to what I did. Um, and I do remember like going and do go like you guys would be like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going to study. And they're like, everyone's like, what? What, what is this studying you're doing? You study a lot. Yeah, I did have to study a lot for, it was an intense program. And uh, huh. our friend Amanda always yells at me now. Why didn't you tell me to become a speech therapist and, you know, do that and have a path? I was like, you were too busy partying. I don't know. I just did what I was doing. <laughs> so that's my, uh, 
story. So I, my major did was relevant to yeah. my life. I know I studied, but I don't remember like studying, like making, I don't know. I did I in school, but I, I like, I needed eight, like I needed, my major was A, 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 A. There was no choice because I wouldn't have gotten into graduate school. Oh. So, and it was a lot. Like I had to take like anatomy, like, re- like really like things. And they were very small classes and you know, cheating. Not like that rock. What was that class that everybody took? Rock and, uh, rock and roll? Three of rock and roll. That was a great three of rock and roll. I don't think I took it, but everybody Oh, took I it. did. I did. So you had some fun classes. Yes, but that was really freshman freshman year. Freshman year, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not taking college that seriously. Well, I did not do well freshman summer or first semester freshman year, and my parents were like, to come home and I was like no I do not I love it at that Penn State mm. oh then I also pressure so and I do think I chose the career path um, that I chose because I saw my mom's ability as a physical therapist who worked privately or in schools to kind of still raise a family and that was important to me um, I also definitely felt like the pressure you know from my mom to kind of choose a path like you're, you're going to have a job. You're going to do, you know, so I didn't cho- choose exactly what she wanted for me, which was physical therapy, but she was, you know, happy with my choice too. Yeah. I was actually wondering that because all of you guys had like moms with like careers and I wonder if it was like weird from, you know, that I didn't like kind of have that, mo- like that model. So I was just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, like I just was never really took maybe myself seriously. Well, I, I think, I think to me that was, you worked like your mom works, you work. And, but I, I also had no concept like a doing something like Adrian did, like no business, you don't do business though right, I, yeah. home for the family. You know, it was like that balance. Well, I think for me, like my mom worked so hard and she was never around and like, she had an amazing career. Like she was like, you know, rock star businesswoman and like, you know, ended up being president of, you know, her real estate company. And, um, it, but she was never around, like never around. And I think I took that, like, I need to do something and I'm not putting my mom down. Like I love her. She did like the best that she could, but like, I took from that, that I wanted to be around my kids and be able to like pick them up from school, drop them off. So my, my job is much more flexible so I can, I can, I don't know, I, I build my schedule around what their needs are. Yeah, it's so interesting. And Jess, before you brought that up, I was going to remark, like, as everyone tells their story, everyone did say something about a parent. So Jess, you were talking about what your dad, you know, like your dad pushed kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, do restaurant because it's like a business, yeah. you know, degree. Yeah. And Lauren talked about her stepfather um, and – um having his dentist practice and Dina, you're talking about your mom. So my mom didn't work. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. She didn't work at all. So like I didn't have the, the role model of, of kind of like career woman. I mean, she, she was home, but she, she definitely kind of pushed me. And like, I think she knew maybe I had certain ambitions. So she steered me. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Um, but I did find just at, at various times um, in my career, just like not having that, the, the model, I don't know, just like, the, too many, I, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. 
today. We're yeah, coming no, up on t- I mean, we're running out of time. There's like how hard it is to be a working mom. It's just right. hard. It's hard. But listen, you guys, I'm so proud of us because that was this was not what we were supposed to talk about. And we pivoted. We pivoted. Right? That's the word. That's the word. When I think of pivot, I think of just dancing. Like, like, and I always think of Lauren, who was our dancer in college. Okay, Aww. I'm sorry. Just like, I just the the word pivot comes up so much. Like, you got to learn to pivot, pivot, pivot. That's like the key to success today. I and I just always think of dancing. And I think Ross saying pivot, pivot, pivot. You know what I'm talking about? The sofa. The sofa. I you know did not think of pivot, but I think though for our next episode, not to pivot in this moment, but we should talk about the fun things from the past, like it should be the episode about Beeman, but then Lauren can also talk about her career as a dancer. Adrian, you could talk about what's fun. What's fun. Something fun age. Oh, I don't know. I, my, my fun side is, is buried. Your braces braces party. You know, we can Um, all have a little fun. I can talk about my life as, um, I don't know, housing chair, social chair. I don't know what my fun. Yeah. You were like talking. I did want to say, though, like, just really quick, because we were, um, like, talking about, someone just said, like, about success today, it's about pivoting, and I was thinking about, like, what people majored in, and that all of us were able to pivot and end up doing something that we actually like to do. I was at, a, like, a party before I took this job, and I was like, I love my job, and they were like, yeah. they kind of looked like me, and I was crazy, you know, like, and the fact that we all, like, actually, like, are, like, changed our lives to do what we wanted to do and what that kind of says about the kind of people we are and the kind of people that drew us to each other. Yeah. I I think that's, we're not just settling here. Nope. Not for jobs, not for friends and not for men. There you go. (laughs) Right. Boom. So that is it. So Dina, you're off to a networking event. Have a great time. Thank you. Thank you. Jessica Lauren, have a great Friday. Jess, you look um, well rested today. So I feel like you weren't up all last night, but catch up on some sleep. Your hair looks fat. I'm going to bed. She said she was, but I don't know. Yeah. This is a bad this is a better Jess today. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, I blew my hair out. Okay. All right. So love you guys and we'll do this again soon. Bye, age. Love you girls. Hey everyone, this is Adrian. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss future ones. We'll be continuing to record conversations and putting out episodes throughout the rest of this year. Thanks for listening.